Prince Track by Track presents Stevie Wonder Classics. Today we're going to be talking about Superwoman, parentheses, when were you, when I needed you, close parentheses. From the album Music of My Mind, released on the 3rd of March, 1972. On the track it is Stevie Wonder, and on guitar we have Buzz Featon. Um, the track is 8 minutes 4, although the first 3 minutes 5 of that are one track, and then the remaining 5 minutes are a completely different track, I would say. There's <laughs> <laughs> a, a weird kind of transition. Uh, and joining me to talk about today is Victor Azevedo. Hello, Victor. Hey, Darren. Yeah, so we have... Um, uh, this is not the first time that Stevie Wonder's done this. On the previous album, he finished with, like, you know, a, a, a six-minute song that was really two songs in one. Mm. Um, and he's kind of, with the parentheses here, he's kind of indicating the same thing. that You know, mm. Superwoman, which is about this person called Mary, yeah. is the first half, uh, or the first... I don't know, 40%. Mm-hmm. And then the second half is, um, you know, all about, uh, you know, <laughs> summers, summers came and gone and where were you when I needed you the most? Uh, it's kind of the, it's kind of similar to his, um, you know, the song on the, on the previous album, which was, you know, I never dreamed you'd leave in summer. Um, so like it's, it's kind of similar to that a little bit. Uh, and obviously, this is kind of after he has divorced from Cyrita. Uh, this was actually the lead single, uh, but obviously, the single version uh, cuts it down to just the first three minutes. <laughs> so um, we we lose we lose the kind of the stuff that's actually in parentheses. Yeah. Um, you know, for the for the radio edit, um, the song was covered a number of times by a number of different people. Most of them choose to just do the first three minutes. Uh, they tend not to do the kind of mournful, you know, kind of five minute outro, basically, that's a completely different song. Yeah. Um, you know, and and it's it's kind of talking. The first half is literally kind of him talking about a relationship with Mary, um, who obviously everyone easily guessed is actually Cyrita. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the second half, um, you know, we, we literally kind of get the kind of after the, you know, very well stuff. Um, you know, it kind of then turns into, um, you know, when summer came, you were not around. <laughs> and then the whole the song takes a, a very different kind of tack after the after the first three minutes. Yeah. Um, but you know, the the kind of the the first half of the song, like I say, it is this kind of story. Um, you know, and we have kind of Stevie in his lower register, mm-hmm. kind of singing. Um, you know, Mary wants to be a superwoman, but is it really in her head? But she just wants to live. Uh, each day to love her uh, mm. for what she is. Uh, Mary wants to be a, another movie star, but is mm. that really in her mind? <laughs> uh, all the things she wants to be, she she needs to leave behind. And then we, we I'm what I love about this song in particular. Uh, like my favorite thing on the entire the, the entire thing is this chorus of very well. I believe I know you very well. Like just the way he sings that little very well and how he kind of goes really into his lower register. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's just, it's just some beautiful singing from Stevie. Yeah. Um, and also the kind of like, 
I don't know, the drums are very kind of like the, something that Stevie kind of ends up doing on pretty much every single track is just falling into a groove. And you just for the first half, you get this very distinct kind of groove from the drums. Yeah. And the second half, the way you can kind of tell it apart is the kind of the drums dissipate a little bit. And yeah. it's mostly kind of all about the kind of uh, the moogs, yeah. uh, basically the various different synthesizers that he's playing. Yeah. Uh, I should say as well that this the song peaked at number 33 on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, and it got to number 13 on the <laughs> Billboard Black Singles chart, mm. uh, which was later renamed the uh, R&B chart and then mm -hmm. the R&B hip hop chart. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I don't know. I just I, I, I like it's one of those songs where we really kind of get, you know, uh, divorced Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Um, but only really in the second half of the song. But, I, you know, it's concentrating the first half of the song because I really like I say, I love that kind of very well. And I yeah. really kind of like this story of. Um, you know, if three times he says Mary wants to be something, mm -hmm. and then the final time he says my woman wants to be a superwoman, yeah. and I just had to say goodbye uh, because yeah. I I can't spend all my hours starting to cry. And I you know I love the the one thing I love about Stevie Wonder is you know he's he's very kind of emotionally raw, mm. um, particularly in his love songs, but yeah. also uh, all the songs that he did about Cyrita <laughs> breaking up with him and their divorce, he's also very raw about. Yeah, because the very well bit actually sounds very formal too. It's like you can just see very well. You're gonna do this, and just it, I, I would love to be the person who listened to this song, listened to the single edit, went out and bought it, thought, "Hey, I might buy the album," and then got the rest of the song because <laughs> they would just wear they would just it would have been just this weird what the hell moment. It would have been hold on, how did this song change from? Like this kind of thing where it's like semi-positive, and then all of a sudden it's this very negative. Oh my God, you've left me, and what have you? Why? Why? Why have you forsaken me? Kind of thing. It would have been really weird to expect that, but the tone, that tone change. I assume we're going to talk about the tone change, but that tone change is incredible from this very kind of yeah. this kind of song that kind of not meanders. That's probably not the right word to say. It just kind of flows through, and all of a sudden it just flicks and switches is incredible <laughs> like realistically i don't i mean i don't know if like there was a limit on the number of songs that stevie wonder was allowed to have on an album mm. uh because obviously you know the, the previous album and this album they both have like nine songs mm. but the the previous album finishes with a two-part song that effectively means there's 10 songs on that album yeah. and this is the same here like if you if you were effectively to cut superwoman and uh, you know, where were you when I needed you into two separate songs? This would yeah. make this a 10 song album. And yeah. I don't know if like Barry Gordy had something where he's like, you've got creative control, but you can't have 10 songs. And that's why Stevie Wonder was like, uh, okay, you know, I, I guess uh, then these two songs are one thing. Uh, um, but it's, it's kind of weird. Like the kind of, like you say, the tone change that happens where it goes from this song about, um, you know, Mary wants to be a superwoman and try to uh, boss the bull around, which yeah. apparently is a reference to, uh, Stevie Wonder himself, mm. uh, but does she really think she will get by with a dream? It's like okay, feels like this song's taking a turn, mm. um, and then of course the fact that you know he had to say goodbye and he can't spend all his hours starting to cry, mm. um, and and then we get the kind of the very well before we move into the bridge, um, where we kind of get the the very well, but with the with it going da da dum da yep. da da da, da and <laughs> you have the backing vocalist, and then it kind of then turns into you know like. 
it, it turns into this very mournful song where it changes into, you know, when summer came, you were not around and now summer's gone and love cannot yeah. be found. Mm-hmm. Where were you when I needed you last winter, my love? <laughs> and so uh, it's kind of it's kind of interesting because, like, you know, Stevie Wonder was only with Cyrita for like 18 months. They were married and divorced, basically, mm-hmm. from the start of, you know, kind of the middle of two, 1970 to the yeah. end of 1971. They were practically, that yeah. was it, you know. Mm-hmm. By the time... Uh, you got to like early 72 they were pretty much divorced mm. and so this this kind of thing of like you know when winter came you were not around it it that is kind of very specific to the fact that they broke up like at the towards the end of a year yeah um but i like how stevie wonder makes it kind of poetic and mm. um you know i i just the set that i like i love the, the the kind of whole very well thing yeah uh, and then the second half of the song is very much like yeah. there's i mean you know, there's no real verse chorus to it. It's just a lot of. It's not really stream of consciousness, but it's kind of the restating of, uh, you know, kind of a single. It's it's kind of almost like a, a yeah. mini short story of just him saying, you know, our love is at an end, but yeah. you know, uh, now that you've changed and tomorrow you reflect on love's past when winter came, you were not around, yeah. <laughs> and you know, through the bitter winds, like it's very like. The whole kind of second half is very kind of poetic, yeah. Um, and then, of course, the fact that he, you know, he, as as with anyone who's ever written a haiku, he uses the seasons and he talks about you know spring will fill with air, and obviously that's to contrast against you know winter you weren't there, and you know I don't know. Yeah. I just I really I really like the fact that it takes this kind of odd turn. Yeah. Um, and like I said, really, it's almost like it's two separate songs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the first song is a bit a tiny bit more optimistic, but it's more of a story, and then the second yeah. half is just. Stevie Wonder talking about how, you know, where were you when I needed you? Yeah, because the other thing is too, when it goes um, towards the end of the first part, you can actually hear that, you can actually feel the song kind of building up because towards the end of that first part, it like when he gets to that chorus bit, and I do that in inverted commas, he kind of starts then double tracking and triple tracking his voice towards the end of it as well. So it seems to kind of like this massive build up for the end of the first part. And then all of a sudden just drops to this very pessimistic kind of song. And I loved your comment about Verdi Gordy. I, I can imagine he, like, he was a bit of a tyrant. I don't know if, if there's a difference between nine tracks and ten tracks. I don't know the, because I knew there was some weird thing with vinyl where you had to, if you made the grooves, if you had too many grooves, it ruined the quality or something like that. But, like, I, I, I still don't understand why they didn't have his two songs. But, eh, as I said, it's still a great song. That's the that's the thing, but it's just that change. And I and you know obviously as well, uh, Buzzy Featon as well playing some wonderful guitar on on there as well. Like uh, you know there are a few instruments that Stevie Wonder didn't play, um, and when it came to like electric guitar, he uh, you know he would never play that, um, and so it's it's kind of interesting. Um, I I think it's funny as well. You know obviously the the kind of Rolling Stone review points out that you know the guitar run on superwoman is like you know uh pretty good um and it, again it, I, I mean as with the kind of the the kind of criticism of where i'm coming from it also kind of criticizes yeah. um this album by making out like it's not as good as marvin gay um and i i don't know i i i I've, yeah like the review is kind of puzzling again yeah uh, i don't know i don't know what he's listening to um, and then he, you know, he does he does kind of have a a, a mini review of Super One where he says mm. two other cuts should be noted as well. This is a weird Rolling Stone thing in the seventies where everyone refers mm. to songs as cuts. Mm. Um, 
And he says, uh, Superwoman is in two parts, both quiet and thoughtful, but quite distinct. The first seems to be about a rejection of dominating uh, or maybe just two independent women and mm-hmm. her part to reach an understanding with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, obviously the harmonizing him very well. I, I believe I know you very well. In the second section, Stevie deals with inconstancy. Um, <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what to make of the pairing of these two elements. Interesting, but not super effective. Each section uh, in itself is complete and fine, which I think is accurate. You know, each section yeah. is... Like you could literally break these into two songs and just have them as two separate songs. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, they've been put together as one song for reasons we don't understand. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the contrast, I think the contrast kind of works when you're listening to the whole thing as well. Like it's, mm. it, it's, it's not like you, you, you know, you listen to the, the first half and it's, it's wildly different to the second half in a way that, you know, some songs that have been kind of Frankenstein together are, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's two songs that are kind of, you know, it's two halves that are kind of complementary about a similar theme. Mm. Um, which is, you know, this like, you know, Mary wants to be whatever. And then in the second half, you know, where where were you when I needed you? Which, mm-hmm. again, I mean, I, I think there's there's a kind of just the fact that yeah. Stevie Wonder has such a got such a beautiful voice. Yeah. It kind of does mask that the, the song is a little bit whiny. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like <laughs> it's literally five minutes in him saying, where were you when I needed you? Yeah. And the kind of I need you, baby. I need you. And, you know, where were you last winter? And mm-hmm. like, it's very kind of me, me, me. And yeah. I think it, you kind of overlook it because Stevie Wonder singing of it is so beautiful. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, if he wasn't if he wasn't as accomplished a singer as he is. I think yeah. people would be like, well, I, you know, why is he, why is he whining about this woman? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're a fully grown adult, Stevie. You negotiated a new contract with Motown. Grow up, yeah. you know, like you've yeah. broken up with a woman. Grow up and face that fact. Yeah, but um, you know, so look, I, I, look, I think it's got a bit of age in there too. Like he's, he's twenty, he's still twenty two, twenty two, twenty three at this stage. Like I can understand why he's a little whiny. Like as I said, that's what you would like when you were twenty two, twenty three. Look. Maybe forty-year-old Stevie would have been a little bit less whiny, but it's that needing you, yeah. But as I said, it's just youth. That's why he's a bit like that. It's just his age. That's that's, that's my feelings anyway. It, yeah, it is whiny, but it kind the kind of this context based because he's 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 a young man. I mean, I would still say five out of five. Um, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. Still, yeah, it's still a great song. Um. But you know, I I think I think maybe you know, looking at it kind of soberly, you can say, well, yeah, okay, Stevie, I get it. You know, like mm. this woman wanted her own life, and for yeah. some reason, you're complaining she's not around for you. Yeah, that, you know, it feels a little young, but at the same time, mm. uh, you know, you're not a boy anymore. You're not little Stevie. You're you're big Stevie. So, yeah. um, you know, grow up. Uh, I think it's interesting. Obviously, the choice of the the title of Superwoman. Um, you know, I think everyone knows Superman, mm-hmm. um, but I, I you know, and everyone knows Supergirl. Um, you know, uh, and and even in even in the TV show Supergirl, they argue about why isn't she called Superwoman, mm. uh, and I think that is because uh, Superwoman is a distinctly separate character. Mm. Uh, although interestingly, Superwoman, the character only exists for legal purposes. Yeah. Um, originally, um, DC um, put, made made the publication so that they could get the word Superwoman, uh, <laughs> because obviously they figured that as Superman became big, somebody would try and cash in and make their own like you know Superwoman. Yeah. Um, and in the in the comics, she's usually Lois Lane. Interestingly, <laughs> <laughs> uh, though Lucy Lane and Lana Lang uh, have also been the character uh, along with uh, Dana Dearden. 
so there's there's been a number of different characters uh, that have like kind of done this, and um, you know there, there's even been like a gender swapped version of Superman who has been Superwoman. Um, so you know they've kind of used it uh, used it kind of a number of different ways. Uh, but yeah, it, and the, the funny thing is like you know this dates back to 1943, although obviously the property, like I say, is not generally that well known yeah. uh, because it was it was only really published for you know a number of years just to make sure that they could keep the copyright to the word superwoman and nobody would kind of try and uh you know take that away from dc um and obviously you know i, I guess it's kind of worked because the yeah. character is still kind of around yeah <laughs> um but you know nobody kind of really it's not like it's a character that anybody really knows but uh you know i and i'm gonna guess here as well stevie wonder probably didn't even really care about the comic superwoman i think he just he was using superwoman just as a way of saying a, a woman who wants to um you know i don't know i guess have it all would be the 70s phrase yeah um you know and in this case she basically just didn't want to be around a whiny stevie wonder making him food and whatever else he wanted mm. her to do <laughs> Okay, and look, and um, I agree with your five. It is a it is a great song, as it does take that tack change, but it's still a great, 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 great song. Totally agree with you, Darren. So let's go to plug center. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Victor? Uh, there's nothing for me to plug, Darren. Then you can find me for this project at Stevie by One. And that is on. Thanks for walking in, my guest today, Victor. Uh, thanks, Darren. You destroyed so much of this dog.